0: Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with our inaugural Interbank's fishing report with Richard Andrews of TARPAM Guide Service. How you doing, Richard?
1: I'm doing well, Marvin. Thanks for having me.
0: Oh, I'm looking forward to doing this with you. And you know, folks, we're excited to kind of you know bring a little bit more of a salt focus to the Articulate Fly. And so Richard will be with us every two weeks, and uh, want to kind of get the latest on the Interbanks. I know your weather. Um, is kind of, we were talking before we started recording, it's kind of moving from being a little bit warmer than normal to kind of seasonable and uh, talking about kind of how that's impacting the shad fishing and how's the striper fishing going?
1: Yeah, we've, uh, we're, we're in a kind of a regular spring weather pattern with cooler nights and cooler mornings and fairly warm afternoons. And, um, so it's shorts in the morning and long pants, uh, sorry, long pants in the morning, and shorts in the afternoon for me. Uh, but the, uh, shad fishing is wrapping up. We had a great shad season on the, on all of our Eastern North Carolina rivers. Uh, had a beautiful class of hickory shad, uh, on the Roanoke River this year, bigger than normal, uh, three and three and a half pounders and had some great fly days on them, uh, using sinking lines and typical shad flies. Um, so they, the, the shad bite for us usually, uh, you know, starts in late February and kind of winds up uh, petering out about the first week of April. So here we are the first week of April and it's kind of over. Uh, there's still a few around to be caught, but it'll be really over here in the next few days. Uh, but what that means is, you know, great spring striper fishing and that's where we've turned our attention. Um, right now we're fishing the uh, lower Roanoke um, in the uh, Williamston, Jamesville area and near the mouth of the river. Uh, having some good days. We had a, uh, a triple digit day to day, um, and, um, it's catching them on conventional gear as well as fly gear. Uh, the fly fish has been pretty good when the fish are suspended, and, uh, we had had a client the other day. We caught over 50 on the fly. So it was great fish.
0: Yeah, it kind of goes without saying. And how are you targeting the fish right now on the fly?
1: Uh, using sinking lines. Uh, we use, um, Anywhere from a two hundred and fifty grain, thirty foot sinking line to a four hundred and fifty grain, depending on where we are, and we'll couple our our line weights with uh, you know appropriate rods, rod weights. Um, so I have a variety of rods on the boat each day, and we'll just just depending on the situation that we're in, how how deep we need to get the the bait or the fly, we'll uh, we'll, we'll switch our grain our line weights accordingly. Um, using clouser patterns. Uh, mostly they, they tend to work the best this time of year. Sometimes we're using some articulated flies um, but mostly just clouds just keeping it pretty simple and just getting the line down to, the bait down to them and uh, long, kind of a long fast strip the and, and they'll hit it and sometimes we can catch them on top water as well so we'll have a floating line on the boat as well with the poppers or creek flies and and uh, the water temperature is up in the, in the low 60s so, that's definitely um, warm enough for top water. And uh, that's kind of been the pattern lately.
0: Yeah, and so, you know, on your clousers, are there any sizes or uh, color combination preferences you can share with us?
1: What we typically fish is, uh, well, there's, there's the whole thing about structures: either white or chartreuse will do the trick. And that's kind of the case with the flies. Say so we need chartreuse and white, uh, white on white, pink on white. Uh, Blue on white, olive on white, uh, just patterns that look kind of like what their their natural forage, which is a, a river herring. Um, and sometimes we'll double them up if we're, if we're catching some smaller strifers, We we'll use a, a tandem clover rig, uh, and we'll catch two at a time. And I think sometimes having a double fly will help you know get their attention more, so you get more bite. You get more single bites on a two fly rig sometimes. But well, we we you know it's a bigger fish, uh, you know more more like the twenty to twenty to thirty inch class fish that we see a lot. We'll just use a single fly because you
0: don't want to get out two of those on. It's just too much. Yeah, there you go. And so I guess we were talking before uh, we started recording that I guess the regulations have changed and that's affecting uh, angling pressure for the stripers this year.
1: Yeah. So the Roanoke River, North Carolina's managed. Uh, the striped bass in North Carolina are managed by management areas. The Roanoke River is its own management area, and uh, they had because we haven't had a um, productive spawn the last four years due to high high river flows uh, after the spawn each year. So it's, we've had high water at the wrong time of year, and it's affected the uh, recruitment of juvenile fish. And they reduced the quota this year. Our harvest quota. Which I'm, I've never really been a huge fan of harvesting those fish on the spawning grounds anyway. So I, I'm, I don't have a single problem with uh, reducing the harvest. Um, the management, the River management area used to be open from March 1st through April 30th. Now it's only a, uh, a one week season on the lower end of the river from April 10th through 16th, which is coming up this Friday. And, uh, the season, the upper river season will be open for a week up in Weldon next week. So we're down to a two week season to reduce the harvest and it's definitely shifted things around um, there's more pressure directed in certain areas just for shorter periods of time and uh, but we're seeing uh, overall we're seeing less people out which is nice i think Yeah. for me and you know less boats on the water
0: yeah and i guess too you know how over the next couple of weeks how is the striper run going to progress
1: well, it's all water temperature driven. So these fish are kind of in their in heavy tree spawn mode right now. They're, they're they're literally everywhere. They're on the spawning grounds already. They're all up and down the river. They're out the sound still. So their fish are still coming. But they have a really uh, a, a tendency to just all gang up at once when that water temperature gets right. So I imagine about usually by about the end of April, first part of May, those fish are are in heavy spawning mode. And when that water temperature reaches about sixty six to sixty eight degrees in the in the river, they'll you'll start seeing spawning activity. So they'll be spawning late in the afternoons, early morning, and all throughout the evening at night, in, in the dark, you know, in the dark hours, they'll spawn constantly. And uh, that'll be primarily probably the first week of May, usually year and year out. It's, it's right around that time of year, so we're coming right up on that. Uh, they'll, the fish will be up there until probably the middle of May and they'll be some hanging around post fall and then they'll start making their way back down the river, back out to
0: the sound. Well, well, there you go. And you know, folks, we love questions on the articulate fly and you can email them to us or send them to us on our Facebook and Instagram page. And if we use your question, I'll send you some articulate fly swag. And then we will also enter you into a drawing for something from uh, tarpam guide service at the end of the season. I think Richard, if I remember correctly, we talked about the prize being a, a gift certificate.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Marvin. We're going to do a half. We'll uh, we'll do a half day uh, fishing charter and uh, give a gift certificate away to the lucky winner.
0: Yeah, absolutely, folks. So you know, while the season rolls on, you need to get those questions in. And before I uh, let you hop tonight, Richard, and get a well deserved adult beverage after a day on the water, why don't you let folks know where they can find you so they can book you and fish with you?
1: Well, the best way to uh, find out information about me is through my website at www.tarpamguide.com or via email at richard at
0: well there you go well listen folks you owe it to yourself if you're down in eastern north carolina to go chase some stripers tight lines everybody tight lines richard
1: thank you Mark.